Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. We're now at 42 here in the nation's capital. At 559. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Could the Capitals and Wizards cross the Potomac into a new arena in Northern Virginia? I'm Dick Uliano. I think it would be a real shame. We hear from riders responding to potential cuts on the metro system. I'm Nick Ainelli. President Biden meets with Ukraine's president at the White House. Hunter Biden expected on Capitol Hill tomorrow for a closed-door deposition, but will he go? We'll go in-depth with CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge at 615. Checking Wall Street for the day. The Dow was up 173 points. NASDAQ up 100 points. The S&P was up by 21 points. And this, as we learn, the inflation rate is just over 3%. 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. Ukraine's president made a personal plea to members of Congress today for more aid in its war with Russia. American leadership is crucial. It's keeping this unity together, a unity that serves the entire free world. Without it, President Biden says the Kremlin will win. But there's not much movement happening on Capitol Hill. CBS's Scott McFarland. Even if Senate negotiators can pull something out, and negotiators told us late today, they're still weeks away, likely, from getting a deal. The hardliners in the U.S. House may not go for it. One Democratic negotiator told us, you can't think of a more vexing, complicated issue to put onto a Ukraine aid package than immigration. This is a puzzle that the U.S. House and Senate are about to leave behind when they leave town likely later this week. International pressure is growing for another ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. CBS's Robert Berger is in Jerusalem. The Israeli military says it has retrieved the bodies of two hostages in Gaza, a young woman and a soldier. The woman was a model who was kidnapped from a big music festival during the terrorist attack on October 7th. Her family says she was killed by Hamas in captivity. Investigators just cracked a huge wildlife trafficking ring. Four big cats as well as teeth and claws from lions, thousands of turtle eggs, rhino horns, and more than 1,300 live birds were seized in the action known as Operation Thunder. Interpol and the World Customs Organization say more than 500 were arrested globally. That's CBS's Allison Keys. A medical examiner in Maine just sent part of the Lewiston shooter's brain to be studied for possible signs of CTE. Experts say that could explain his sudden violent behavior. The Army Reservist killed 18 people in late October. There's another eyedrop warning. Here's CBS's Alexander Tin. The FDA now says it is urging Americans not to buy any eyedrop products that are labeled as homeopathic. After months of recalled eyedrops from dozens of manufacturers after an FDA crackdown and over-the-counter drops, found many were contaminated with germs or made with illegal ingredients like silver sulfate or argentum, which the agency says can permanently discolor people's eyes. The Federal Reserve could issue a rate hike pause when it releases its final report of the year. CBS's Jill Schlesinger. You need about $120 today to afford what $100 was able to buy you back in November of 2019. And that is clearly something that the Fed will be focusing on and discussing when they release their policy decision tomorrow. The Dow added 173 points today. This is CBS News. 
You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 603 on WTOP, Tuesday, December 12th, 2023. Clear skies starting to get a bit cooler. We're sitting at 46 in D.C. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour, just a day after Virginia lawmakers okayed the idea of providing a home for the Caps and Wizards, sources say monumental sports owner Ted Leonsis and Virginia Governor Yunkin will appear together tomorrow morning. The appearance is going to happen in the rapidly growing Potomac Yard neighborhood of Alexandria. There is room for an arena in the Potomac Yard neighborhood besides the new homes, retail shops, Virginia Tech's Innovation Campus, and the new Potomac Yard Metro Station. There are no details of any deal, but sources say Ted Leonsis, who owns the Capitals and Wizards, will be side-by-side side with the Virginia governor Wednesday at 9 a.m. at Potomac Yard. Leonsis has been in talks with the D.C. government to keep the team in the Capital One Arena. He says the facility needs an $800 million renovation, and he's asked for $600 million in public funding. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser has said in the past she's committed to keeping the teams in the district. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. 604, Metro's general manager is out with a new budget next year that calls for dramatic cuts to the system that millions of people in our region depend on. He proposes... It proposes, that is, big service reductions for the rails and buses. He also calls for hundreds of pink slips to go out to Metro workers in the coming year. WTOP's Mike Morello dives into the numbers and he kicks off our team coverage. Without a combined $663 million in additional funding from the Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. governments that fund Metro, the transit agency's leader, Randy Clark, says his proposed budget for the next fiscal year would need to be adopted and would mean 2,300 employees would be let go. This comes as the agency is faced with a $750 million deficit, he says, from pandemic decreases in ridership and inflation, among other factors. Clark says the layoffs would happen in July, but notices would go out early next year. If they do happen, he says, you can expect reduced Metro Transit police presence at stations and longer response times. You might also encounter dirtier trains and stations. There would also be a hiring freeze at the agency and no raises given out. His hope, though, is that the jurisdictions find the extra money in their budgets to avoid cuts that he says would decimate the system. At Metro headquarters in D.C., Mike Marillo, WTOP News. This is Nick Ionelli talking to concerned riders on the Metro system, getting their reaction to potential service cuts. That would make the commute a lot longer, be a lot more frustrating. I enjoy living in the district and not owning a car and being near transit, but I might have to finally give in and get a car. I think uh, you'd have an uprising, and I think it wouldn't exactly help the cause of mass transit in the D.C. metro area for sure. So I hope they avoid this. I think it's a really, really bad idea. And we're hearing from the governors of Maryland and Virginia, with Maryland Governor Wes Moore's office saying his administration is committed to seeking solutions to these complex funding challenges. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin's office says his administration is committed to working with stakeholders to ensure Metro's long-term viability. And D.C. Councilmember Charles Allen, who chairs the Transportation Committee, calls the cuts a worst-case scenario. And he says he's confident that regional leaders agree that they can never become reality. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 606, now to the latest on the political firestorm over the site of the new FBI headquarters. A top GSA leader testified before Congress today to explain why Greenbelt was chosen over Springfield, Virginia. 
WTOP's John Doman has that story. This was a close question. Elliot Dooms, the commissioner of the Public Building Service for GSA, says in choosing Greenbelt... It was the lowest cost to the taxpayers. It advanced, uh, the one that advanced the presidential directive on equity and sustainability... Uh, the most and also offered the most project certainty. The person who made the decision was Nina Albert, who was no longer with GSA and chose not to testify. Before she worked at GSA, she worked for Metro, which owns the land in Greenbelt. The site selection plan gave the SSA authority to come to a different conclusion than the panel. Nicholas Demos is with the FBI's Finance and Facilities Division. But the consistent one-directional nature of the changes favoring Greenbelt caused concerns for the FBI. Subcommittee Chair Scott Perry says he's a rat. We got to get to the bottom of what happened here. John Dome in WTOP News. Julia Roberts was nominated for an Oscar for her role opposite Richard Gere in the classic film Pretty Woman. Well, today, Pretty Woman, the musical, arrives at National Theater in D.C. WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley. The set is super fun. The lighting is so beautiful on the stages. You're going to get every costume you saw in the movie, all the iconic outfits. You know, her newsboy cap in the beginning of the show, the red opera dress. Ellie Baker plays Vivian Ward, the Hollywood sex worker who falls in love with wealthy businessman Edward, played by Chase Wolf. The famous jewelry box scene where she reaches for it and Richard Gere claps it down. Is that moment in the musical? It is. It absolutely is. And the funniest part is that Chase, he messes with me a little bit every night, and he never snaps it the same time twice. So every night, the reaction is genuine. Pretty Woman runs now through Sunday at National Theater. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Automakers' EV goals may be too ambitious. I'm Jeff Glabel. 608. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Chantilly, we've had a few crashes this evening, but on 28 southbound near 50 and on 50 westbound under 28, the damage should be out of the way. Westbound delays linger on 50, though, and southbound on Centerville Road, hopefully with the lanes open by the time you get under 28. But there's been a more recent, fairly serious crash on Poplar Tree Road east of Walney Road. Poplar Tree Road is going to be blocked. 66 westbound, still heavy near Oakton and Centerville. Beltway traffic still slow on the outer loop, leaving Tyson's crash near Gallows out of the way. Van Dorn to the Wilson, still a slow go, as it is on the interloop from Route 7 up to the 270 Spur and farther around through Silver Spring and College Park. In Chevrolet, Route 50, westbound, trying to get a move on, but still slow, coming out of Landover. Beyond 202, toward Kenilworth Avenue, the remains of the crash, now parked on the right shoulder. Should be room for two lanes to get by, unless state police reblock the right lane. Think you're getting by in two lanes, inbound on 50. Still there to be rubbernecked, outbound rubbernecking delays, leaving northeast on New York and Kenilworth Avenue. In Frederick, Maryland, on Route 15, northbound traffic is backed up because of a crash in the left lane near Rosemont Avenue. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Check of our forecast now from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Staying mostly clear and dry heading into the overnight hours tonight. Temperatures falling into the upper 20s to low 30s by early Wednesday morning. And Wednesday afternoon looking pretty fantastic. We're looking at mostly to partly cloudy skies. As another front approaches our area, we're not expecting any rain with this, but it will drop temperatures heading into your Thursday. Northwest winds kick up heading into Thursday with temperatures in the upper 30s to low 40s for Thursday afternoon. After that, another nice warming trend heading into the weekend with highs in the low 50s for Friday and Saturday with mostly sunny skies.
I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. Temperatures hanging into the low and mid-40s here this evening. We're at 42 in Annandale. It's 40 in Germantown, 44 in downtown D.C. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Consumer prices rose a tenth of a percent last month, but annual inflation continued to ease, falling to 3.1% in November. Ford's electric vehicle goals may be overly ambitious. Ford is cutting production of the EV F-150 pickup in half next year. Citing demand trends, Ford is also canceling or postponing $12 billion in upcoming EV investments. Raising Cane's, the popular fast food restaurant whose menu is almost entirely chicken fingers, opens its first D.C. location January 9th at Union Station. Raising Cane's is fairly new to this region. It has nine locations here now in the suburbs, almost half of which opened this year. The Dow gained 173 points today. The S&P 500 up 21, half percent gains. The Nasdaq rallied 101 points. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. This report is sponsored by Mantech. At Mantech, putting our country first is our mission. And we're hiring. Learn more at Mantech.com. Coming up on WTOP, President Biden's son Hunter is ordered to appear before members of Congress tomorrow. But will he show up? We'll talk to Catherine Herridge of CBS News. Zelle helps you easily send money to people you know and trust, like friends and family, even if they bank somewhere different than you. For more than 30 years, the team behind Zelle has been supporting the financial services ecosystem by providing consumers and small businesses with the ability to quickly send and receive money. Today, we work with 2,100 banks and credit union brands to identify threats, educate consumers, and manage the network that helps millions of consumers and small businesses send and receive billions of dollars. Learn more at Zelle.com. It's Macy's Great Gift Sale. Take an extra 20% off gift ideas from designers they'll love with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of great deals on women's sweaters, coats, and PJs, 25 to 50% off. Beauty essentials from Origins, Elizabeth Arden, and more, 25 to 40% off. And the season's hottest toys, 15 to 50% off. Plus, everyone gets $10 Macy's money for every $50 spent. Now at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices exclusions apply. Here's Jim Blankenhorn, Senior Vice President, Environment and Security at Amentum, in the new series, Top Voices, Creating a Safer, Smarter, Cleaner World, sponsored by Amentum. In the United States, then, when we look at our energy infrastructure, about 90% of our greenhouse gas emissions come from energy production and the consumer usage. About 75% of CO2 emissions come from those same uh, sources. To hear more of this interview, visit federalnewsnetwork.com, search Amentum. At Amentum, we solve the world's most complex challenges. When the U.S. military accelerates hypersonics technology. When our nation safely remediates and cleans up nuclear waste. When the DOD modernizes digital systems. When smart and scalable clean energy is essential. When unmanned systems require enhanced capabilities. Amentum is there. Creating better outcomes for a safer, smarter, cleaner world. Amentum. Solving what's next. Learn more at Amentum.com. Coming up, it was field trip day at College Park to watch the Maryland women. The Maryland men take the court tonight at home as well. Sports in about 10 minutes on WTOP. When you choose Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield for your team, you get exactly what's in our name. Care First. 
We're transforming healthcare to make care more affordable and more accessible for you, your business, and your employees. With the support of a team dedicated to the health of your people and access to a network of over 1 million providers, we've got your back and theirs with care. Learn more at carefirstforbusiness.com. Get last-minute gifts at Academy Sports and Outdoors, like a $20 e-gift card when you spend $100 or more, or a $10 e-gift card when you spend $50 or more, plus free in-store pickup with online orders. These online-only deals end December 13th. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Visit academy.com slash disclaimers for details. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Ann Kramer. I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for joining us. Big week on Capitol Hill as Hunter Biden is being called before members of Congress. The president's son was subpoenaed by the Republican-led House committees as part of their investigation into President Biden and in family's foreign business dealings. Hunter Biden now expected to appear tomorrow morning for a closed-door deposition on Capitol Hill. Well, CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge joined us earlier on Skype on whether or not the president's son will actually go to Capitol Hill tomorrow. We're still waiting for a final readout from the committee and from his attorneys, but they've laid out their positions over the last week. Hunter Biden's attorneys have offered public testimony arguing that these closed-door transcribed interviews can be leaked and the evidence in the testimony manipulated or distorted. The Republicans on the House Oversight and Judiciary Committee say that this is not a question where there's an option that the president's son is under subpoena and it's for a transcribed interview. And they argue that's the standard practice in this investigation, as well as the January 6th investigation. A deposition first is kind of fact finding. And then that leads the way to public testimony. Well, if he doesn't show, then what steps are Republicans threatening to take here? Well, they put out a statement a short time ago saying that they will initiate contempt proceedings if he doesn't appear for the deposition. That's not something that happens immediately. They'd have to have a markup in one of the committees. That's about 72 hours. But they would start the process towards that eventual vote and outcome. And they're sending a signal that they are, in their view, not going to allow him to be held to a different standard than other witnesses. Catherine, at the same time, what is the impact of last week's nine count tax indictment against Hunter Biden that includes the allegations of felony tax evasion? I think there are a couple of issues here. I think first and foremost, if you take a look at that 56 page indictment, it does call Hunter Biden a lobbyist and it goes into some detail about his foreign business dealings. And it strongly suggests that they are investigating Potential violations of FARA, which is the Foreign Agents Registration Act, it, it requires American citizens to tell the government if they're acting on the behalf of foreign interests. So that, again, leaves the door open to potentially a superseding indictment and additional in charges. The reason it matters for this House investigation is they're looking at President Biden and the business deals and whether there were violations of foreign lobbying laws or other crimes. So it's just another data point in what has become sort of an ever-expanding investigation. And that's CBS senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harridge. Breaking news on WTOP. Sources are now telling WTOP tomorrow we will learn that the Wizards and Capitals will move to Alexandria. Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin has a news conference scheduled with the owner of Monumental Sports, which owns the Caps and the Wizards. That happens at 9 a.m. tomorrow in the Potomac Yard neighborhood of Alexandria. You might remember that tomorrow we told you, yesterday we told you that a 
team of state lawmakers in Virginia approved a plan to try and get the teams to move. But again, sources telling WTOP tomorrow we will learn the Wizards and Capitals will move to Alexandria. Keep it here on WTOP as we continue to follow these developments. More reaction on the way. 618 traffic and weather together here on WTOP. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the traffic center. Land over to Chevrolet westbound on 50. Still slow, but the crash is on the right shoulder between 202 and Kenilworth Avenue. Outbound delays on New York Avenue and Kenilworth Avenue, but the lanes are open in that direction and eastbound on 50 toward the Bay Bridge. You're moving at a good clip. On the Beltway, still a lot of slow traffic to work through. Outer Loop near Forestville, Greenbelt, College Park, and near the Wilson Brad, near the American Legion Bridge and Wilson Bridge. Interloop, still slow riding out of Tyson's across the Legion Bridge and through Silver Spring and into College Park. No lane blocking incidents on the Beltway this hour. 270 northbound still slow riding through Gaithersburg. Volume delays in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway between Greenbelt and Laurel. And in Virginia on 66 westbound near Oakton and a little slower from Centerville toward Manassas. 28 south near 50. 50 west to 28. Both crashes are clear. But elsewhere in Chantilly, pedestrian struck and another crash unrelated Blocking part of Poplar Tree Road east of Walney Road. 395 South, still slow near the wharf, South Arlington. And better through Springfield, 95 Southbound, still on the brakes between Lorton and Prince William Parkway in Woodbridge. Secure critical missions with WIS for Government, a unified cloud security solution for effective risk reduction and readiness in the cloud. Learn more at WIZ.io. That's WIZ.io. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Let's head over to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Meteorologist Mark Pena joins us now. Mark, what you got for tonight? Uh, some pretty good conditions. Uh, just a little chilly out there, though. Temperatures are going to fall to the upper 20s to low 30s tonight with a southwest wind around 5 miles an hour. Uh, tomorrow, looking pretty good. Uh, a few more clouds ahead of a uh, next cold front that's going to come on through. Not expecting any rain from this one, though, but it is going to drop temperatures, though, heading into Thursday. Your Wednesday afternoon uh, with those partly cloudy skies, highs will be in the mid to upper 40s. Behind this front on Thursday, we're looking at upper 30s to low 40s for your highs. So expect some deep freezes Thursday nights into Friday. After that, though, Friday afternoon looking pretty good as a south wind returns. That's going to bring temperatures into the low to mid-50s, which is right around where we should be in terms of climatological averages. Looking pretty good into Saturday as well with highs in the low to mid-50s. Sunday, tracking our next storm system, this looks to bring our next best chance of rain. Timing right now is still a little iffy as this is still just a few days away, but it is looking pretty good. pretty confident that we're going to see our next best chance of rain models indicating anywhere from around a half inch of rain or more sunday through monday and potentially even into tuesday as this is a little bit of a slower system this is also coming from a southerly direction so in terms of any kind of wintry precip not looking likely right now things can change between now and then so of course keep we'll keep you up to date but for now just looking like another soaker of a day sunday into monday uh, outside temperatures cooling off now the sun has said i've got some 30s out there it's 36 in tyson's i got 41 in silver spring and it's currently 42 at national all right coming up on wtop could you cut it in cosmetology career education features competition this week i'm kate ryan 621 the questions begin from the moment you get the cancer diagnosis what if i can't fight it what if i can't recover what if i can't dance at my daughter's wedding but what if you can at the johns hopkins kimmel cancer center our trailblazing oncologists ask what if leading the world through 50 years of cancer expertise and we've brought it all to you at sibley memorial hospital and suburban hospital johns hopkins medicine world-leading cancer care in your community hopkinscancerdc.org college football fans let's go bowling 
The National Capital Region's college football bowl game is the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com, featuring the Virginia Tech Hokies battling the Tulane Green Wave on Wednesday, December 27th at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis. Get your tickets now at MilitaryBowl.org. More than a game, the Military Bowl benefits active duty and veteran service members. It's Virginia Tech and Tulane in the Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com. Visit MilitaryBowl.org. You got a service dog? Actually, he's a deals dog. Since I'm looking for a new car, I trained him to sniff out awesome rates, member discounts, and fast decisions. Cool, huh? But you know a Navy Federal Credit Union has all those things, right? You're right. He's got the scent. Oh, wait. Nope. That's just the bacon in my pocket. Apply for a Navy Federal Credit Union auto loan online, at a branch, or on our mobile app. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Message and data rates may apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information. America needs a reliable supply of semiconductors. Only one company designs and manufactures leading-edge logic chips in the U.S., and that's Intel. With support from the CHIPS Act, Intel is investing more than $100 billion over five years to make America a semiconductor leader, bringing innovation, opportunity, and jobs to America. By expanding in Arizona, New Mexico, Oregon, and Ohio, we will fill vital supply chain gaps and boost our economic and national security. U.S. chip leadership starts with Intel. Get last-minute gifts at Academy Sports and Outdoors, like a $20 e-gift card when you spend $100 or more, or a $10 e-gift card when you spend $50 or more, plus free in-store pickup with online orders. These online-only deals end December 13th. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Visit academy.com slash disclaimers for details. This is WTOP News. 623. Well, not all high school competitions take place on the field or on a court. At one local school, students are squaring off in their career fields from automotive to construction. WTOP's Kate Ryan spent some time with the cosmetology students. At Montgomery County's Thomas Edison High School of Technology, the Skills USA competition is underway. Cosmetology teacher Tony Kwan says this is a big week. With the judges from the industry will be here. Senior Tanisha Sawo says lots of people don't understand there's classwork along with the hands-on experience. Yeah, I feel like people tend to think we like just come here, just do dolls' hairs, do each other's hair. Her classmate, 11th grader Rachel Salgado, explained. But it involves a lot of chemistry. It involves a bunch of infection control. A lot of the things that we learn are things that the students upstairs, the health students, learn as well. The goal is to get to the national competition in June. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. All right, we've got Rob Woodfork in the house tonight. And, Rob, we've got a couple of Maryland basketball teams. Uh, one already have, has done battle in College Park, another one getting ready. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Maryland men just minutes from trying to do what the Maryland women did earlier today, and that's when at Xfinity Center. Uh, the women did so in front of just shy of 15,000 fans That is Xfinity Center's largest crowd for women's basketball in seven years. The Terps beat Towson 99-51. It's 17 straight home victories and 70 area elementary schools on hand to see it uh, as part of field trip day. Uh, So uh, they came to see the morning tip off. That's one of the great aspects of women's basketball in this area. The Mystics also have such games over at the ESA. The Maryland men, they are 22.5-point favorites over Alcorn State at the top of the hour. The Terps 5-0 on their home courts. The Braves winless in eight road games this season. In other men's games of local interest tonight, George Washington putting its undefeated home record on the line against Bowie State at the top of the hour in Georgetown, hosting Coppin State at 8.30. The Hoyas 